Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast, Inner Monologue, with me, Olivia Neal. Today, I'm going to be telling you about all the car drama I've been having. I'm going to be telling you about the last minute trip to Paris that I've booked. And I'm going to be telling you my favorite things about girlhood. Okay, before we get into the like real episode today, the real topic of the episode, I wanted to just fill you in on some car drama I've been having recently. You probably don't care, but it was actually the craziest thing that's ever happened to me. Like the past, like the past um, five days of my car have been a journey. Okay, so last week in the podcast, I was like, I kind of mentioned to you guys, I was like really delirious. Like I had had maybe an hour of sleep because I was like jet lagged. I flew like straight in, came straight to the podcast, and I just hadn't slept. And I wasn't actually tired because I had so much coffee and like. I was kind of like, when I finished the podcast, I was on like, when, after the podcast, I've got a bit of adrenaline, you know? Like, when you yap for that long, it kind of just makes you a bit, like, awake and, like, not on edge. But there's two things I've noticed. I've got so much energy after I film, record this podcast because I'm just talking away and, like, I just really get into the whole spirit of it all. And then I'm also really good at singing after... <laughs> Like, whenever I'm driving after the podcast, I think it must be because I warmed up my voice for so long. Like, I sit and talk, like, for, like, I don't know, like, maybe, like, mm, I was going to say two hours. Maybe not two hours. But I sit and talk for a long time, and it really warms up my vocals. And I, like, that is the one time I actually think I can sing. Like, I think I could, like, record record a number one hit after this podcast. Anyway. Well, I, so I wasn't, like, super tired or anything, because I know that you're not supposed to drive if you're, like, really, really tired. But I wasn't super tired. And it was, like, a 20-minute drive home. I was, like, I can do this. Easy. So I'm driving home and I don't know how this happened, but right, so I didn't know how it happened. So a light went red in front of me. Now, by the way, this is a marble arch, like Hyde Park, Park Lane, like a very touristy area around, and like loads of people around, tons of people. It's rush hour, you know, Every, there's loads of people. And there's a red light in front of me and I'm like, mm, I can make this red light. So I kind of like speed up a little to get to like, it was, it was going, I didn't go through a red light. It was like going red. It was like orange and I was like, I can make this for some reason did not look at the car in front of me and obviously the car in front of me had decided that they weren't going to make it so they had fully stopped for this red light and I was like speeding up to make like through the amber light and just went boom into the back of him and I was like whoa that's crazy this is the first time I've ever crashed my car like I can't even like I can't even begin to like think what the damage is I'm so embarrassing put my hazard lights on like got out like in in the middle of park lane people could definitely like there's people like crossing the road everyone was looking and then the guy in front of me gets out and he's like holding his neck. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, here we go. Like, I'm about to get like a crazy claim. Like my insurance is going to go through the roof. This is a fucking nightmare. Like I was so tired. Oh, I wasn't that tired, but I was like, I'm running on one hour of sleep here. Like I do need to get home and go back like straight to bed. Like this is not ideal. Anyway, get out of the car. And we like look at the guy. I'm, I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like that was my fault. Like I like you know what? Like my dad always told me, if you get into a car crash and you get out, like you should never say sorry because then you're admitting fault and then they can like hold that against you in the claim. But like I was like, that was my fault. Like I'm just gonna apologize. Like that was like really bad. Um. So anyway, we go to check the damage of the cars and there's no damage whatsoever. And I think the guy maybe felt a bit stupid for like holding his neck, like. And like I like I oh yeah I I don't know I don't know if I actually could have caused any damage to the man anyway whatever he saw there was no damage to either cars and he was like oh okay whatever let's just get back in our cars and I was like love you like we didn't even exchange I don't have no idea who what his name is but like there was no damage and like I guess he kind of just like must have I think he was just like playing it up like you know the whole drama of it all I probably would too someone rammed in the back of me I'm getting not pretending I can't fucking walk anyway he was a really nice guy and he let me go um so that was my drama with for for that day next day um. My car gets clamped. I walk up, my car's clamped. I'm like, hello? What's going on? Why the fuck is my car clamped right now? Like, I I, I didn't breach any um, 
like a parking issues or whatever i was like what the fuck like i don't i don't really know what's going on so anyway obviously terrified i rang up the they, they left a number on my car they just came clapped my car and like left a number on my car and i was like okay called them and they're like yeah like you have a parking ticket you didn't pay from like a year ago and it's not like 200 quid so we've clamped your car and i was like oh if it isn't the consequences to my own actions this is a real issue for me like i will not pay parking tickets there's something about it that like re i've talked about this before like it's a real like complex like i will let them pile up and i will not pay them and it's like a fuck the patriarchy like why am i paying parking tickets for like parking on a street like who who even owns a street like i don't know <laughs> like it just like it pisses me off that like somehow someone along the like along the way was like mm, actually this part of the street you can't park and i own it and if you park there you have to pay for it like and when i say someone i mean like like the the council so anyway it pisses me off when i get parking tickets and i never pay them and i hate traffic wardens so whatever and then yeah they came and clapped my car and i had to like pay them like 200 quid to release it and it was a fucking it was a nightmare it wasn't that much of a nightmare it's actually pretty easy but um it was my fault again like these are all my fault anyway today I have a whole like drama like um in my head. I go in my car and I like a, a warning came up in the dashboard being like, go check your back left tire. Like it's super flat. So obviously I pressed okay and got on my day. Did not go check the back tire. I thought it was fine. Like I, I if, anytime a warning comes up in my car, I'm just like, okay, keep driving, ignore it. Um, If it's that bad, like the car won't start, you know? Anyway, I'm driving here. And I I do curb it. Like I'm making a, a, like I'm turning around a corner and I curb it a little bit, okay? But like, that's not out of the ordinary for me. Like I'm always curbing it. I'm always like crashing into curbs and like nothing ever happens. There's no co consequences. I get to the podcast and <laughs> parallel parking, which I did an amazing job of, by the way. Um, But like, and like, there's like builders like around me, like watching me. And like, I was like, me, like my parallel parking is so good right now that I've attracted like an audience of builders. This is incredible. And they're all like looking at me and I'm like, I kind of like try to avoid eye contact and eventually like I, I finish up my parallel parking and I look at them and I'm like, I literally think they were to like give me a fucking round of applause or something. And they're all like, like, like pointing and I'm like, yeah, 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 guys, I did that. And they're like, like rolled on your window. And I'm like, okay. So I rolled on the window. <laughs> they're like, your, your back left tire is fucked. And I was like, oh, okay. So I get out and um completely flat, like fuck, like I, I cannot drive my car. So I had to get out, like I ran my dad, I was like, dad, I don't know what to do. Like, okay, so in my head, someone came to my house and slashed my tires in the middle of the night. That's what I'm imagining. I don't, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna accept, like, cause like, okay, yeah, maybe when I curbed it, I like ripped a hole in it or something and that's why it's flat. But then why did I, like, then why did I get a warning about my left, my back left tire, the same tire when I got in my car? Like, it just is all a bit suspicious. And I think, I've got like an enemy or like a stalker or like just like an op of some sort that came to my house and slashed my tires last night while I was sleeping. And that's why I've got a flat tire. Anyway, my car's not getting towed outside. So, and like, yeah, when it happened, I was like, oh my God, like I'm fucking stranded. Like, I don't know how I'm gonna get home. And I was like, wait, I'm literally like <laughs> London. Olivia, get it together. Get on the fucking tube for once. Um, So that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get, mm, will I get the tube home? Yeah, I'll get the tube home. Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake. Specifically, they're beating around the bush, which we've done enough of in this ad too, so let's get right to it. The new Moneymaker scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery doesn't beat around the bush. Money Maker. Play the game and you could win money, up to $2 million. With more than $88 million in prizes, ranging from $50 to $500, Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly.
yeah, car's getting towed, but I don't actually care because tomorrow I'm going on a trip. I know Olivia just got back from a trip, like have a fucking week off. I feel like to an outsider, you might just think it's like fashion week like all the time. Like, to me, like it feels like I just finished fashion week. I just finished fashion week. Like, I don't know like why I think like I've got any part of fashion week, but like I like to go to the fashion weeks, you know? I like to go to the shows. I like to see what's going on. I like to go to the parties, whatever. Anyway, I feel like it just finished, but it's back again. Basically, twice a year, there's two women's fashion weeks, there's two men's fashion weeks, and there's a couture week. So women's fashion weeks is in like February and October, or September, October, and men's is in January and June. Women's is really fun, and that's where like I will, I mean, yeah, it's really fun and like super grateful to go there. And like when I go, like I go to like, I like to go to a lot of shows. I like to like see what everyone's doing. It's also interesting because it's all women's clothing on the runway. So obviously it's like something I'm actually really interested in. And all the girlies are there, you know, it's a great time. But men's fashion week, obviously like women are not their priority. Like they don't really care about women coming to any of the shows. Um, It's men's clothing. I mean, there are some women that will go and actually for the first time, I went to men's fashion week last June and it was a fucking movie. And like, I've always heard, oh, like men's fashion week is so much more fun because like there's just not as many people there. Like obviously I feel like there are like more women in fashion than there are men in fashion. So women's fashion weeks just tend to be a little bit more busy and like boys go as well to women's fashion week. Cause women's fashion week, is, it's just like more busy and more popular and like more um, influential, like more like trends get like shown at, like, and like started at women's fashion week, like men's. Although it's like important to show like men's kind of thing, it's just like, like men in fashion, like obviously like huge thing, but it's like not as big a thing as women in fashion. Anyway, so because of that, like the parties aren't as like busy. And like when I say like the parties at women's fashion week are insane, cause like every night, like obviously there's like shows during the day, but then like all these like brands like then put on parties like in collaboration with other brands and stuff. And there's like all these events and parties every evening in women's fashion week. And they are insanely busy. Like there'll be like huge down the street. Like if you don't get there within the first hour, it's really hard to get in. Like if you don't know someone already in there, like know someone who's running the party, like it's impossible to get in. Like it's just very intense. But men's fashion week, because there's not as many people there the parties are way more fun and then, yeah so I went in June and it was just crazy like the parties were so good and I was like I need to come back to the men's fashion week and I wasn't gonna go this year I was like right I've got no business being here like it's not as if I'm working like if I had like a job obviously I would go to um men's fashion week but it, like I am essentially just going on a party holiday here like I might as well be going on a fucking magaloof like I'm like why am I paying to go on a party holiday I just got I just got back from a holiday this is unnecessary I'm not going and then my friend Ruby who I've spoken about, I feel like I speak about her every podcast now. She like rang me up and she was like, I've just been speaking to some people um, and apparently Men's Fashion Week in Paris is the best place to be if you're like, you're on your single girl, like, like, I just want to say feral. I'm not feral. I mean, I'm actually like quite tame. Um, <laughs> not tame. Like, yeah, no, I actually am really tame. Like, it's like all very like, it's like, it's fucking, it's boring in my life at the minute. But anyway, um, apparently, if you're like a single girl, especially because mess with me. No, I actually do like agree with this because when I went last time, like obviously there was loads of other girls at the party, but like, <laughs> like it does kind of feel like you're like the only choice. This one's like so desperate, but I'm like, you get a lot of attention. Actually, <laughs> ew, I hate myself, but it's true. Like girls, if you're listening to this and you're like really like, mm, could do with some male attention, go to fucking, just book a Eurostar to Paris and go when it's Men's Fashion Week and, it's a great time. It's like, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know if I can ever actually date someone like in the fashion industry, actually. Like, I think you have to like, to be in the fashion industry, you have to be a little bit full of yourself. And I don't know if I could deal with that in a man. And like, I'm saying like, I'm I'm in 
like I go to fashion week as well. So like, I'm not judging men going to fashion week, but it's just like, I don't know if it's like my type, my, I just don't think I'm gonna find my husband there, obviously. But it's just like, fuck it, I'll go for a bit of fun. Um, so anyway, yeah, Ruby rang me up and was like, we need to go. And I was like, okay, fuck it, you've convinced me. I'm not got anything else to do. So we booked our Eurostars and we're going to Paris for five days <laughs> tomorrow. And like, you know what? For me, I'm like, oh, it's casual. I hop on a train. This is the thing, like, because of the Eurostar, it feels like such a casual thing to me. Like, it would take the same amount of time to get to Paris as it would to get to Manchester. So it's like, fine. Ruby is coming from New York. That's intense. That's insane. Um, but who am I to judge? We're gonna have a great time and I can't wait to fill you in on everything I'm doing. I'm actually going to one show and I'm there for five days, which I'm actually really excited about because I feel like usually when I go to Paris, it's like always for work and like I've got like a show every, not, okay, not like not all the time, but all the time I've got like a show every day and like so many events and so many like dinners and like everyone's there. So you have to like go see everyone. Whereas like this time, like I literally don't know anyone going. I'm going with just Ruby. We've got an Airbnb, which is like the first thing, like I, I usually like don't say an Airbnb. So I think it'd be really nice to like have our own space and um, we've got like one event to do. I love shopping in Paris. Like I have, oh, I need to do like a full, like I don't know if anyone's actually interested. Maybe that, like, that could probably be like an Instagram story. Like I don't need to do a full podcast about that, but like I actually really, really love Paris. And like, it's taken a while. Like, every time I go, I like it more and more. Cause like once you, like the touristy things are obviously amazing to see once, but like once you get past all that and like you like start to like know the restaurants you like and all the like where all the like amazing shops are. Like I find some amazing like thrift shops and like secondhand, like vintage, like, like I've like I got this jacket actually that's currently on my knees because I'm fucking freezing and um, I got it from like this guy I know who like has a tiny little showroom where he sells like, only like designer vintage stuff like like really like rare things and like I've just found all these little things I love to do um in Paris and now I love it so much um so I'm just gonna be able to like spend time in Paris like doing that instead of actually like I guess really working and then at night time I will be going to the fun men's fashion week parties can't wait guys it's gonna be a fucking movie I just like Ruby, we are on the exact same vibe. Everything that one of us wants to do, the other one wants to do it with them. Like, we're just at, I think we're at the exact same point in our lives. Like, we've had very similar experiences in the past year that have led us up to, like, wanting to just, like, we're on the exact same vibe right now. And it is just saying yes to everything, going anywhere. Like, I'm just saying yes. Like, she just rang me up and like, should we go to Paris? And I was like, yes. Like, I didn't even question it. Or, like, if one of us like wants to go see a boy, like we'll always drag the other one along and like, we're just like, we don't care. I don't know. I've never like really had someone that's just so up to do whatever I want to do. And like, I'm always up to do whatever she wants to do. And we're just really like on the same wavelength right now. And I just like, well, I'm actually like that with all my friends right now. Like my, I've been really valuing my like friendships since I got back. I mean, I've only been back like what a week, maybe not even, but like, so basically someone that I used to be involved with, whatever, got a new girlfriend. <laughs> should i be saying this okay i don't know whatever i'm just gonna like tell you guys i just like i like to be open and honest with you guys anyway so i got that like someone told me and i was like okay like whatever um don't really want to be alone right now because right so i like i don't like i'm honestly like i have no emotions towards it I'm, like as i've been telling you guys i'm very like like i can't remember the last time i fucking cried like it's been a it's been a little bit of a heartless couple months what if like, I feel like it feel, yeah it feels like a little bit of a heartless couple months I feel like I haven't really been like in touch with my emotions that much and I didn't feel any emotions but I was like I don't want to be alone because then I'm going to sit and think oh my god like I don't I don't want to think about it that's the thing like, I haven't been like I haven't given myself a chance to like sit and like spiral and it was blue Monday yesterday actually and I really like I've just been like not allowing myself to be alone and I've been surrounding myself with my friends and I've been having a great time and I just feel like friends are really like I don't know 
I think that's like, that is my way of coping with things as well, by the way. Like, I won't sit and think about it. Otherwise, that's why like, I don't like fucking therapy. Like, the best form, the best way for me to not ever like get upset about anything or like, like start, because like, I can spiral quickly. Like, once I start getting upset, like, I might not leave my house for two weeks. So my like, method of like, f- like, my my mindfulness or like my, my mental health practices or just keep yourself distracted. And my the best distractions for me are like doing things with my friends. Like no matter what that is, like if even if it's just have a friend come and sit beside you and like watch TV with you, it's like that's all you need. That's all I need anyway. Um, maybe that's unhealthy, and like maybe that means like I'm not like processing my emotions, but like then I'll like not think. Like I don't know. Like I, that's just what works for me personally. Oh my god, I'm trying to think of like things I've done with my friends since I got home. I've been doing like the most wholesome shit ever. I went to um. Oh my god, also like this was the crazy. Like, this was probably the craziest. Like I'd say like gift like gifting thing. Like thing just something I've gotten for free. I was out for lunch with my friends and someone came and tapped me on the shoulder and was like, hi, like I work for Everyman. Do you know what Everyman is? It's like a cinema. I don't know if it's, I I don't know if it's all over England or if it's just London. And um, I've never been, I'd never been before, but I'd heard of it. Basically it's like one of those like bougie cinemas that you go to and like all the like sofa, like the like, um, you can like get like sofas for her like two people. You can order food and they bring it to your thing. I don't know. I've, I've just heard all this stuff. It's like, it's, uh, yeah, I guess it's just like a bougie cinema and I've heard about it before, but I've never been. Anyway, so this person comes and taps me on the shoulder and like, hi, like I work for, um, I listen to your podcast um, and I work for Everyman and would love to give you a free membership, which means you can just get, like you can go see movies for free. I was like, what a fucking, life is epic like that was the coolest thing ever and like they just like emailed me and like like they sent me out like a, a little membership card and now I, I can just go to the to an every man cinema and go see any movie i want for me and an extra person so if anyone ever wants to go see a movie with me we can go for free anyway i went with my friend tilly and we um it was amazing like there was like one five minutes from my house which was perfect but like we, we went to see priscilla we get there and they're like uh yeah just to let you know our heaters aren't working in the whole cinema so um it's freezing in there and we've got blankets and some people are choosing to stay but a lot of people are leaving and like we can give you your money back and I was like well first of all I don't even pay for it but um I was like fuck it like I don't even really mind being cold like I welcome being cold my heaters have been broken in my car since I got here since I got back from New York um the heat yeah the heat hasn't worked and it's been what two degrees and I can see my breath when I'm driving and I don't care I love being cold I'm just a cold like I like I was talking with my friends about this the other day like would you rather be cold or hot? Or like, if you imagine you're walking to meet someone for lunch, would you rather it be like really warm to the point you're sweating? Or do you rather be cold to the point that like you can't really feel your hands? For me, any day I'll pick cold. I love being cold. And I also think it's like, I, <laughs> I was talking to my friends about this the other day. We were like walking and like, I never bring coats anywhere. Like it's a really, really rare like occurrence for me. Like you'll never see me in a puffer. Like I'm always just in like a little jumper or like a little, like like a tiny jacket. Um, and my friends always make fun of me for it. And I'm like, I think it might be good for you though. Because if you think about it, like everyone's so into their ice bathing these days. I don't, I'm not really into it that myself. Um, I haven't done that often. I mean, I enjoy it, but whatever. Um, everyone's so into like being cold and like ice baths. So like surely this is the exact same thing. You know, like me exposing myself to the elements and like walking about shivering. It's probably like the exact same thing as going in an ice bath for two minutes. I personally think that's my theory. So anyway, yeah, me and Tilly were like, fuck it, we'll go in. So we went in. We, we I, It was actually nice as well because like that, another another example of when I like to be cold is when I'm falling asleep. I love to be cold, but then like you put loads of blankets and duvets on you and you like really snuggle up. So it was just literally like doing that. We were like snuggled up in the cinema with loads of blankets and then we, then we looked at the menu and their menu was incredible and they had so many vegan things. And I opted for a vegan... 
Um, vegan stracciatella, which is like a certain type of cheese. I've never tried vegan version before. I've never tried a normal version. Anyway, we got that. Like it was, I had like sun-dried tomatoes, um, pesto pizza. It was incredible. And I had a vegan banana milkshake, which is like my favorite thing ever. That is like my, my um, preferred milkshake flavor maybe a little bit controversial uh but it's just the best thing ever to me anyway uh, and we watched priscilla <laughs> was it a good movie i don't know i i didn't die for it and it finished and i was like what the fuck like it feels like we just got 20 minutes into this movie like there's a whole lot of stuff that isn't really answered for me and i would like this to go on longer like i, I wasn't very satisfied with it i was satisfied with it because jacob already was on my screen for a long time and fucking hell also wait it was insane though. Like it, the whole movie is about how he groomed his wife. And it actually painted Elvis in a terrible light. And I was thinking like, I swear like, cause it was produced by like his family. And I thought they were like trying to keep his legacy good. But like after it, I was like, oh, he's a freak. Elvis is not a bit of me. And um, Jacob Elordi or whatever. I was actually thinking about it. Like I had a full conversation with my friends. Obviously he's a, a good looking man. And I'm not meaning this in any like offensive way. But I was like, Do you, would you fancy Jacob Elordi if he was five foot seven? A question that I'm raising to all of you listening at home. Ask yourself that. Is it just his height? Maybe. Think about it. I mean, don't get me wrong. If he came anywhere near me, I'd go absolutely feral. I would literally start crawling up the walls if he came anywhere near me. But I was just like really like like looking at him. I was like, I don't know. Like you are like, he is just like blown up. Like he has become like everyone. Imagine how that feels like the whole world to fancy you. So like maybe I'm just trying to humble him and be like, mm, if you're all five foot seven, I don't know if you'd be all that. Uh, I feel like you could say that about a lot of men though. But also like, who am I? I love a short king. We've talked about it recently. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Oh my god, me and my friends recently. So I have like me, I, I talked recently about how like um making friends in your 20s is like a weird one. And like, I, I kind of like thought that I'd like made all the friends I would make. But then this year I've been like making so many friends. Anyway, me and my friends in London, well, like I haven't got that many friends. <laughs> like my like my best friends, Edie and Millie, um, we have befriended a group of boys. And like, I have a few boy friends like do I like I'm trying to think no I definitely have a few boyfriends but like none that I'm like particularly close with or like hang out with on a regular basis um but we befriended this group of boys we've known them for ages but we just became close to them recently and it's the best thing ever and they're so nice and we have this like Sunday like dinner club thing where they'll uh, so the three boys will come to my house there's three girls and we're all just like really good friends. It's so, it's like super like platonic. There's nothing going on with anyone or anything. And um, they'll come to my house and we'll all cook dinner on a Sunday. And it's like our Sunday family dinner. And I mean, that's not the only time we see them. Of course, I, like, I we go out with them all the time. Um, but they're just like the best boys ever. And we do the most wholesome stuff. We'll have Sunday dinners. We'll like play board games. Like 
it's just amazing. And I just didn't like, I think it's my first time like having like actual like boys that I'm friends with. And I'm like, wow, this is a crazy experience. Cause I feel like like you make a lot of boyfriends in uni. That's like quite a common thing. Like I think cause you're all just mixed about in halls and stuff and like friends group, friend groups merge. But because like I just moved to London and like had to like start my own friend group, I'm obviously gonna fucking veer towards having like girlfriends and boyfriends. So I just never really made boyfriends. And now I made boyfriends. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. I mean, I love them so much. But yeah, I've just been like thinking a lot about friendships recently. And I think it's because like I, they've actually like, without them actually knowing, or not like I've been doing on purpose. Not like I've been like, oh my God, I need to surround myself with friends right now. Um, so that I don't like spiral. <laughs> Not that I'm like gonna spiral at all. I think I just like, I just like don't wanna feel alone. That would like kind of make me like a, a little bit cuckoo. Um, so I think without them even knowing, like my friends have like really helped me. I think I speak about this all the time. Like I just like really felt like I, I really value my friends. Um, and I kind of wanted to speak a little bit about like girlhood and like what like friendships like can do for me and like my favorite thing to do with my friends. Anyway, that's what we're talk gonna be talking about today, girlhood. Okay, so some some things I have written down in my notes about girlhood. I just think it's so beautiful, like the friendship between two girls. I know, like, I'm sure like boys have really lovely friendships as well. But I'm like, like the other day, my friend needed a shower. We were at her her mom's house and she needed a shower. And I, she was like, do you want to like come in and like sit and chat to me? We're like, well, I have a shower. And I was like, yeah, I absolutely do. And I, like, I'm not like an overly naked person. I'm like, I'm not like me and my friends aren't overly naked with each other. Like, it's not like, like that. But like, I was like, yeah. Like the fact that you trust me to come and sit and chat to you while you have a shower, like just like really like touched my heart. And like not like like the fact that like I'm close enough with girls to the fact that like she had a shower, whatever, and I was just sat on the toilet and we were chatted the whole time about like, um, what do we even chat about? Just stupid stuff. Well, she like sat and like shaved her legs in the shower. I was like, wow, this is just like it's probably like not that beautiful to you guys. But I was like, like I was just like, this is like the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Me and my friend as well, we went um, recently, Ruby, we went to a bar in New York and we went like went with like other people and they were like playing pool. And I actually like, I'm really like wanting to get into pool. Like, I actually really enjoy pool. I, I, okay, so my whole life I've been, uh, this isn't something I've actually shared with you guys before, but like I am fucking incredible at eight ball pool. Don't play me on eight ball pool. Like I will beat you. I'm so good. I remember a boy like recently like sent me a request to like play him on eight ball pool. Like a boy like I kind of chatted to, and I absolutely like thrashed him. And he was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And I was like, "Yeah, like this is embarrassing for you. Like you shouldn't have never done this. Like I'm so good at it. Um, whatever. I'm really really good at it. And then like IRL, not that good at pool. I'm actually kind of kind of bad. And a boy like I was like another boy is making it. Guys, I actually like I don't like even speak to boys like that. Like I actually know like, my phone is so fucking dry. Um, the only boy I like consistently speak to like is someone that I keep a streak with on Snapchat. Like grow the fuck up. Why am I keeping a streak with a boy on Snapchat? Like that's, I'm like, I don't chat to him. Like we just like literally send her like a blank screen. I'm 22 years old and I keep a streak with someone on Snapchat. Like I mean like sending like, I'll like send a photo of my coffee and like he'll send a photo of like, I don't know, like his fucking TV. Like that is it. Sorry, embarrassing. I just need to like come clean about that. That's such embarrassing behavior. Anyway, <laughs> I actually do love Snapchat though. Like. All my friends in London are like, yeah, like I deleted Snapchat years ago. And I'm like, yeah, but like, how do you see what your friend from like, from school when you were like 14, like, how do you see what they're doing on the daily? Like, I, like I'm still on like people's, um, what's it called? Private stories on Snapchat private stories. I'm still like on people's private stories. That I have not spoken to for like six years. And this is like how I keep up to date with their life is like through their private stories and I wouldn't change it for the world. And um, so I, I really stand by Snapchat, bring Snapchat back. This boy like always plays pool and like he like brought, 
I, he was like, let's all go play pool. And I brought Ruby along with me. And we were like, kind of sat there like, mm. Like it's a bit embarrassing. And like, we, like we, we, me, me and Ruby tried. Like we actually did try. I mean, we played a bit of darts and we really enjoyed darts. Um, But like the pool thing, it's just embarrassing. Like I actually want to get good at it, but I don't want to be practicing it around people who play it a lot. Cause like, also like people who play pool are just so into pool. Like you're not just like, you don't casually play pool. You're like either like, you're either really bad at it or you're like a little bit like, like creepily obsessed with pool. Anyway, so these people are like really good at pool. And I was like, this is just like, this is not my vibe. So we, um, Uber Eats, some Uno cards and some playing cards. And we sat there at the pub and we played, have you ever played Spit? Like it's like a little card game, but it's just like the most fun thing ever. And me and Ruby sat there for like an hour just playing this game of Spit over and over again. And I was like, girlhood like i would not get enjoyment out of doing this with a boy like i just think girls are there for you or like like the enjoyment i feel with a girl is just unmatched like to the enjoyment i will feel with a boy like i don't like like obviously i like hanging out with boys but it's just like they just like they, they cannot give me the same joy that my my girlfriends give me um and it's like because like I feel like with a boy, you always have to be doing something. I mean, I just feel a lot of pressure when I hang out with boys because, like, I hate silence. And, like, I'm one of those people that just asks questions. Like, me on a first date, I'm literally like, so, um, what's your favourite meal? And where did you grow up? And did you have any pets when you grew up? What were their names? Why did you call them that? Where are they buried? Uh, siblings? What school did you go to? And this is the thing. Every boy I speak to, I can tell you everything about them. I'm also, like, a really, really good listener. Like, I will remember everything you tell me. So, like, I know, like... I know everything about them. They could not tell you a single thing about me. Like, I don't speak. I'm just like, I just ask questions. And that's because, well, I hear, um, I mean, I speak, of course. Like, I like, I just yap though. Like I say like stupid things. Like, and, and like, they just will not know any information about me, which is like such an, in, like, well, it's, it's a game I love, not a game. It's a card I love to play. Like, I'll say something. I'll be like, um, I'll tell them something like that they've told, I'll say something they've told me about them and I'll be like, see, I know so much about, about you, like, but you don't even know the name of the school I went to. And they never do. Or I'll be like, I bet you don't even know what my dogs are called. And they never do because they don't listen. Or I just never say because they're too busy talking about themselves. Boys love to talk about themselves. That is my fucking hack. If you ever want to make a boy like you, just ask them questions about themselves. It's, they just really love to tell you. Or like, like ask them to show you a photo of something and they'll like sit and like talk you through the whole camera roll. Painful, but the things we do sometimes. Yeah, so I, I think I always feel a pressure when I'm with a boy to like be like asking questions or like I, I, I have to fill the silence with something. Like I, I can't have silence with a boy. Whereas like I can easily sit in silence with a girl. Like me and my friends will just sit on our phones and like not speak. Or like literally we'll like send each other like um send each other TikToks. That's the one thing I love waking up to is like I'll have like 10 notifications from my my, my girlfriend sending me TikToks and every single one hilarious because we all just get each other. Whereas like when a boy sends me a TikTok, I'm like, oh, or like, oh my God, guys, I'm not even gonna lie. Like I've had boys send me Instagram reels. <laughs> okay, Instagram reels for me, I just, I cannot get behind it. It's such an ick. Sorry to anyone out there that watches Instagram Reels, but like I know like it's mostly girls that listen to this podcast and I know the girls will not be on Instagram Reels. I know the girls are on TikTok. I know that you're with me. I know the only ones listening to this. I'm okay, maybe this is a generalization, but I know the only ones listening to this podcast, not right now. I mean like what the fuck? What what's wrong with Instagram Reels are boys? Because you shouldn't be on there. Like, what is like it's literally just like it's just TikTok, like three months later. It's just like all TikToks recycled on the Instagram Reels. Um we'll never understand it. So like sometimes like when a boy sends me an Instagram reel, I'm like, oh, blocked.
Oh my god, another thing that girls do that just makes my heart warm is um when we make friends at clubs. So like this Sunday, I went oh guys. It was just a completely unnecessary evening for me. Basically, like I was I was a bit hungover. We went out on Saturday. I went to Dalston for the first time. Um I've never actually like I never go out in East London, but it was my friend's birthday and he was like had invited like all his friends, like from like school and stuff to go out in East London. And we went to this like random club in Dalston and they had like margarita slushies and the music was incredible. I actually had a really good night and um, whatever, but I was super hungover the next day, but it was a wholesome day. Like, I mean, I woke up at like 3 p.m., which was really bad. I woke up at 3 p.m., my friends, all the boys and the girls came around and watched football. There is something about listening. Like, I don't like, I, I don't mind watching football. I've I've started to I've grown to like it a little bit. Um, I still don't really know who I support, but like I actually don't mind watching it. Whatever. But there's something about like the sound of the football playing on the TV that lulls me to sleep. And I think it's from like when I was younger. Like obviously my my dad and my brother would have football on the TV on a Sunday, and I'd always be so like hungover and tired on a Sunday. And like so that sound is like really nostalgic, and it just like lulls me to sleep every time. And I was like, oh my god, I'm literally gonna start playing like football matches like. And like a low volume on the TV in the background like all the time because this is incredible like I love this I love the sound of it but anyway yeah so my friends came over they, they watched the football I had a nap on the carpet sorry a, a hungover nap on the carpet is unmatched like I, I I was on the sofa and I've got a really comfortable sofa this is like another thing I like my sofa is the worst like it's I don't like it I don't like the way it looks um it's a beige color so it has like these random stains on it like from like god knows what as well <laughs> wait not in that way <laughs> I mean it that way but like um like there's like like people I'm, I'm pretty sure people have like ashed on my sofa like there's like black marks on my sofa and there's just all these like miscellaneous like weird things on my sofa because it's like a light color and I'm really really going to change it but I'm not going to because it is the comfiest sofa in the world like I wish you guys could experience it like maybe maybe someday you will be able to come around and just like have like a quick nap on my sofa but it's incredible like my people above me that live above me in my house um have just started doing like renovations in their kitchen and the other day um yesterday actually um it was when they started so obviously it was the first day of the builders coming in and they must have got like got on the wrong flat because they were like buzzing my flat incessantly at 7 a.m and i'm not an early riser like okay an early rise for me is 8 30 like that's a good time for me to wake up I don't like waking up before that. I'm just grumpy if I wake up before that. Um, and they were like incessantly buzzing my thing at 7 a.m. And I was like, first of all, why are you fucking working at 7 a.m.? Like, that is not a normal time to start your working day, but whatever. And I just ignored it and eventually it stopped and they must have realized that they got the wrong flat. And they went up to the, the flat above because it was the first day. They must have just like been like taking like all their kitchen out or something. So it sounded like uh, a nuclear bomb was going on upstairs. It was it was crazy. Like it sounded like they were actually like right beside my ear, like banging pots and pans together. And it was driving me insane because it was at 7 a.m. and I didn't have to be up. I did not have to be up at that time. Um, so I got my Apple headphones, <laughs> my AirPod Max. I fucking love those things. And they've got a noise cancellation thing on and I put it on and I put my noise cancellation on and I had to just sleep with my, my AirPod Maxes on. And then eventually it got so loud that even the noise cancelling wasn't able to cancel it. So I had to go downstairs and have a nap on my sofa, but I didn't even mind because the sofa is so comfortable. I, I sometimes just sleep with my sofa for fun. Like it's amazing. Anyway, it was so comfortable, but I was like, fuck this. I'm so hungover right now. The football's playing. It it calls for a hungover nap on the, on the carpet. I love it. I used to always do it, and I kind of forgot how like how hard it hits. If you if you haven't had a, a hungover nap on the carpet, I urge you to next time. It, it's really amazing. Anyway, so I was super hungover. I had a roast, whatever. I had a lovely nap. Did not need to go out, but then someone asked me to go out, and I was like, "Fucking, I I can't say no to things anymore." Like I I said to myself, "I'm gonna start saying yes to things." 
I'm also just like, I'm like, I've told myself like I'm having a particularly wet January. Like it's just like how it is. Like everyone else is doing dry January. So like I'm drinking on behalf of them. I'm not, like, I don't, don't drink a lot, but like, uh, yeah. I just, it takes me so much to get drunk and it's so annoying. Like people will have like two drinks and be like, oh my God, I'm tipsy. And I'm like, what? Like, why do I have to take like five shots and six margaritas to get on like any anyone's level? Like, it's just so annoying. I don't want to be drinking this much. But I guess I have to because like, I'm saying yes to everything this year. And I've also like, I've, I'm allowing myself to like go out more than once a week as long as I keep on top of my, my routine and I like, keep my flat tidy and I work out and go to Pilates. Oh my God, I found a new Pilates class. Oh my God, sorry guys, I'm just rambling so much. I'm not even talking about girlhood anymore, but like... I need to tell you about this Pilates class because I actually really, really enjoy it. Because, like, usually I go to, like, proper, like, Pilates studios and it's all very, mm, la-da-da, like, we're going to fix your form. And, like, like they really come around and, like, like, they fix you and, like, everyone's, like, so fucking good at Pilates. I'm like, where did you all learn to do this? And, like, I think, like, half of them are, like, ex-ballet dancers and the rooms are, like, bright and airy. And it's just, like, very proper, like, the, like, um... The instructor is obviously like someone who's like a diehard Pilates instructor and has been doing this for like 50 years. And it's like really, really hard and it's really good, but it's so hard to the point that like sometimes I'm doing it and like I'm kind of put off doing it for like a full week because it's like really, really hard and like it fucking hurts your muscles. And you kind of come away from it being like, whoa, that was intense. Like that's like, that is proper Pilates. But I found this place called One Rebel. It's like they've got them all over. I don't know if, again if it's all over England or if it's just in London, but would highly recommend doing a class. And then it's like a gym. It's like a, like a a class gym, and they do loads of different ones. I think they do like um like an abs like circuit kind of one. They do reformer Pilates, and they also do cycle. I think. I mean, maybe it's different like all over the place. But anyway, I found um this place called One Rebel, and they do reformer Pilates. I was like, let me just try this. Like I've heard about it before, but I've heard about it with people saying like it's like really really bad Pilates, and it's like trying to think like like coffee snobs for example it's like i think i was going to an independent coffee shop version of pilates and this is more like a starbucks if, you, if you're picking up what i'm saying like it's actually not good quality but it's like like widely loved anyway um so i was like let, let me try go to this pilates place like this reformer or whatever i couldn't get booked in my usual so i just went and i had so much fun like so the whole room was like really really pitch black but it had like club lighting the person up like taking the performer pilates like i know that they are not that into performer pilates like i think they're just like a usual like p like uh not pt yeah like a gym pt like it just wasn't they weren't giving like i'm a dedicated like yoga pilates person um so they were just having fun with it like everyone was having fun they're playing club music while doing reformer pilates i was like this is like not anything i've ever done before and like i left feeling like like they did not correct my form once it was more like a it was almost more like a circuit class like on a reformer's machine and um, and i just left feeling like so uh energized and amazing and i loved it so much and i was like it's not my new thing that i love to do so was, like, I, i've told myself as long as i like do, like do that a few times a week i'm allowed to like go and have a bit of fun this january because i've got to do it no one else is having fun Everyone else is like doing dry January and like grow up. <laughs> I'm joking. I wish I could. And um, it's just like not in my like, I'm just like, I need to have fun right now. As I said earlier, like if I'm not having fun, I might spiral. So I need to keep the fun levels high. Other Like if I was doing dry January right now, I'd be severely depressed. Not in the way that I'm like dependent on alcohol to have fun, but like I need to like go out and surround myself with people. And a lot of that does involve um, being in places with alcohol. So anyway, sorry. So this guy invited me out on Sunday night Sunday night as well like the day is a fucking like of rest like there's no need to be going on on Sunday night but yeah as I said I've got to go I've got to say yes to everything 2024 the plot and 
I went and there was like a big group of us. It was a terrible night, by the way. I went to the club for 10 minutes and I came home, but I was like happy that I did it because I met this girl and she was so nice. And like, I I knew who she was before. Like um, I'd seen her, I think we had like mutual friends. And I always like, like if I ever looked at her Instagram, I was like, oh my God, like she's like so pretty. It's intimidating. Like she's probably not nice. I have this like really bad misconception that if I see someone that's like, really pretty or like a proper like body i'm like they're gonna be a bitch like there's no way they're gonna be nice um to me or like they're just not gonna like me or they think gonna think like i'm super lame and i just like look lame like beside them like i just literally look like a 12 year old girl beside them like why would they ever be nice to me and i met her and she was so nice and she was just like a girl's girl and she was like like having fun like she was like a little bit weird you know like <laughs> not weird in that way like she's just like funny weird like like us and um she was so nice and i was like oh my god and we just like made friends and I was like, this is amazing. Like I'm like I've been doing that a lot recently. Like I'm just making like girlfriends on nights out. And I was like, like, I feel like boys don't do this. Like boys, like I'm not seeing any of the boys here that I'm with. Like you guys aren't like walking up to boys you don't know and being like, love what you're wearing, like your outfit, like I need. Like imagine a boy ever doing that. But that's how you make friends with girls. And you're just like, I'm just like, I'm on my like my girlhood shit and I'm just being super nice to everyone and like making friends with everyone, and it's amazing. I feel like I could actually make friends with a brick wall right now, honestly. I'm really on my making friends grind this year. Anyway, I just feel like girlhood is so special. You know that song on TikTok? It's like, take my hand. Like, you know the Barbie song? It's like, close your eyes, don't feel. And it's like all the like, I was, I, I was obviously knew I was going to talk about girlhood today. I was like going through TikTok, like listen, like watching all the videos on that sound. And I mean, the whole like Barbie movie I feel like it's just about girlhood and it's like the most beautiful movie ever. And I feel bad for the boys that don't get it. Um, I feel like a lot of boys didn't get that whole movie. Like they didn't really understand um, because they don't understand girlhood. And I was like, that's sad. Like, honestly, it's the best thing ever. Like you will never understand what it's like for your friend to do your makeup before a night out. Or you will never understand what it's like when you need a hair tie and you're like some, a girl you don't even know gives you a hair tie. Like, You'll never get it. You'll know. You know they don't use the word bobble in America. They use the word hair tie. Cause I just said hair tie there, and I don't know why I said that. Cause I feel like we all use the word bobble. Do we? Do you use the word bobble, or is that like an Irish thing? Anyway, sorry. Back to girlhood. Um. Oh my god. Speaking of Barbie, there was like a, an award for the best song, like the best song from a movie, and Barbie had two nominations. It was a uh, the Billie Eilish song, which is like an incredible song. I think it was like number one or something on the charts. And then I'm just Ken, like the Ryan Gosling one. It's like a joke. Like people like, it's literally just a joke song. Like it's a joke in the movie. It's not by a real artist or anything. And they gave the award to Ryan Gosling. And even Ryan Gosling, like, the camera's on him like when he wins and he's literally like, what? Like what the fuck? And I was like, ugh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, just appreciate your friends say send your friends a text and say that you love them send your mom a text say you love her your sisters anyone um love you all love all the girls listening and the boys but like more the girls sorry i'm a girl's girl <laughs> um i hope you enjoyed today's podcast what did i i feel like i yapped so much i this is the thing like i'm like not thinking about it, like how many things did I actually say about girlhood? Because like I came in today, I'd be like, I'm gonna sit and chat about girlhood for 45 minutes. And like, no, I'm like, I just like told you all about like my favorite carpet naps. Like what? No one cares, but thanks for listening anyway. Okay, I will see you guys on Friday for a mini monologue. Okay, love you, bye.